Hi, everybody. This is Christopher Decker, your host of the Eureka Moments Only podcast. You're about to watch part one of a seven-part podcast series where I got to sit down with Brad Costello, an amazing individual, uh, venture capitalist, runs a private tech portfolio, was actually an early executive at FedEx and across several of the Fortune 500 companies. Brad brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise to this podcast series, definitely one of my favorite interviews of all time. On this first episode, we're speaking about something very, very important going on in the world right now, which is the economic impact of the coronavirus. Join me as Brad and I sit down and, and talk about this very important subject. You're listening to the Eureka Moments Only Show, where we dive into the breakthroughs, the pivotal moments, the insights from today's top business leaders. We're speaking with Brad Costello, venture capitalist and manages private a private tech portfolio. And we were speaking earlier on the phone this past week about the economic impact of a virus that's currently going around. How is this coronavirus impacted your business dealings? Well, I, you know, it's, it just so happens today we're speaking on a day when the whole global markets are trying to figure that out. Not just the, uh, you know, the business impact, but the public health impacts. And, and I've talked to people or uh, large company colleagues of mine trying to even figure out the HR issues related to this, like people working from home and what if someone tested positive. So I think because people just, people and companies just haven't had time to process all this. It's really affecting things. Now, what started out of China, which, and again, this is not a political statement. It's more a fact. China did not handle it very transparently. And I think that's part of how their government deals with stuff. Whatever they were doing back there, it by the time it got elsewhere, there was not a lot of advance information or things where people were preparing or the global community was cooperating. The global community really didn't start cooperating until after this was already being dealt with. And uh, if you remember the timing of all that China, Chinese New Year was mm -hmm. occurring, there's a lot of people over there visiting, coming back, going back right. to other countries. So I think that, um, I don't know if, you know, I don't, I, I, the bottom line is, it wasn't, it, it really caught the rest of the world unprepared. And what you're seeing is the effect of that unpreparedness. Now everybody's trying to prepare and everybody's using what they learn every day. I mean, how many friends do you have? They're saying, oh, okay, what's the latest? What's going on? And obviously the, the, the global financial markets don't like uncertainty. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the stock market got pounded today, but it was a lot. And it's been the last two weeks or 10 days or so. So, but even before that, uh, there were, you know, these disruptions that occurred in supply chain due to what was ever going on in factories and production facilities back in China was already starting to affect, I mean, even Apple, you know, had to restate guidance. But if you really look at some of the other effect of the small to medium-sized companies, even let's say in the United States or other countries, that don't have the even the cl close to the clout that 
Apple has. I mean, Foxconn's going to listen to Apple, mm-hmm. even though Apple is going to have some supply issues. But if you're looking at companies that are what you know uh, doing assembly in the United States and they have uh, one or two components coming out of China, but those lines aren't back on or they're having trouble getting information will, and that one component could keep you from building a whole product. Those are big issues for small companies that really can't afford all the disruption in the sales cycle. I mean, Apple is a very deep pockets company. They can restate guidance and it may affect their stock price. But for other companies that aren't non-public companies, it's going to affect their their business. To what degree, like what cash position were they in? You know, how deep are they? Can they afford the delays? What's it going to do to their cash flow? What I'm That's what I'm hearing. And in some of my private portfolio, although I feel like, you know, the best thing to do is not stick your head in the sand and just get out there and start solving the problems and being creative and adapt, mm-hmm. that you're, you're seeing people trying to figure this out. And they may not have all the answers. And they don't know what the impact's going to be on their business. But if you look at the, it's not just, and, and, I mean, look, there's, there's a lot of conversation now about what does it even do to the gig economy? But if you look at hospitality, transportation, hotel, I mean, those are get, they're getting pounded. And look what's happening with energy right now. I mean, mm-hmm. the oil markets have gotten pounded. So I can't think of a sector that's not applying to. So obviously there's a, a fear and uncertainty, but I think it's very hard to forecast the ripple effects of all of this. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're seeing that play through. Even for me, last week, you know, I'm on the phone trying to, with one of my uh, companies, trying to sort through something that had started as a quality issue on a, let's call it a device, mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a display device, touchpad, that had already been going on. And then subsequently all this stuff occurs. And then the ability of the manufacturer to fix it, fix it back in China, that doubt gets raised. So we're trying to figure out, okay, what's the alternative? Where's, is there any other inventory we can get? Mm-hmm. Because there's a, a company that's in my private portfolio that's actually the first two quarters of revenue had doubled from the last year. They have a oh, good wow. trend going. Right. And now they find out that, oh, it's a key component. It's a key, it's a key touchpad related to a, uh, a solution that they sell. And they get devices a service revenue by running software through that device. They're sitting there going, golly, we got this great trend. Now what happens if we can't get inventory of the device? And a smaller company, because there was supply, they, they haven't really worked through all of the issues. Like they don't have an alternative manufacturer. It's not like they can say, oh, let's move production to, they're going with a partnering with a, a a group in the U.S. to to order equipment, you know, mm-hmm. through a, a, rep, a rep, you know, like a distrib- distribution group or something like that. So, I mean, you, listen, we could spend a lot of time on this one, but the the point is is that working through the all the people issues that there are in country for public health, the corporate people issues there are because I've talked to people now. Like, what a tough time to be an HR person for a big company. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's tough for everybody, but you got to figure out, oh, what are the rules? Mm-hmm. Like, 
okay, if we're going to have people working from home that weren't already working remotely, because some 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 groups already kind of work more remotely. Mm-hmm. They have that, but what if they aren't even set up to do that? And they now have to start thinking, oh, okay, do we need to do that? And what do we do if this happens? And I talked to somebody that's uh, very like senior in a big company last week, a couple of them, uh, colleagues of mine, and they were just sitting there going, we are getting more questions than we have answers for because they're all what if questions. Like what if this and what do I do? And employees are asking those questions. So I think that what people haven't figured out is the policies, procedures, the do's and the don'ts. They're still trying to get information. Uh, this virus appears to be a little bit different, uh, you know, irrespective of it's, it's, it's a serious virus. And like, I mean, the flu is serious, um, but you know, does it last on surfaces longer uh, can you can you be contagious when you're not showing a symptom or not coughing and those mm. kinds of things which there's not 100% great clarity on yet. They're, they're getting more information and there's different people speaking on it. But the point is, right now, you're kind of going, okay, well, let's just be cautious. You know, at the end of the day, you know, everyone said most most of the population would would weather this. But the simple fact is that you know, people's loved ones are very precious to them, mm-hmm. no matter what age they are. Right. And so, you know, whether you're in the primary group or not, uh, you, you got parents, you got grandparents. Mm-hmm. I mean, people just are concerned about human life in general say, okay, what does this mean? What do you do? What do you look for? And uh, I, I cannot get off of a... I'll bet you if no matter what the business subject, I was talking to a group out of Canada uh, re- earlier today about some, a group I may do a strategic deal with mm-hmm. at some point with some, uh, a company I'm connected with. And it was really talking about, they were talking about the effect, like what, how it would affect their company mm-hmm. because they're more software. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're still, uh, they're already, they were already set up to work more remotely. Mm-hmm. So they said they don't have as much of that issue they still kind of have to look at everything that's going on to communicate. So I, I can tell you there is not a business call I get off of that this hasn't come up in some form or fashion, whether it's a specific issue on supply distribution or uh, capacity or something else. 